0: Welcome the Report. It is, of course, uh, Tuesday, and it is Carapara University Day. Welcome back, uh, Jim and Pete.
1: Hello, hello.
0: Hey, uh, hey um, there's lots of stuff happening this week. Uh, you're watching the Trump administration. Some of the things he does kind of scare me. Other things, I think, wow, this guy is like Superman. Um, <laughs> this week, he's supposedly putting out a, a big tax reform where he's trying to get down to 15%. There's a little kind of tug and war back in between 20 and 15% repatriation of, um, of trillions of dollars, a 10% rate from for, uh, our transnational corporations, and uh, a corporate rate, maximum 15%, so it's going to mean more jobs. I mean, it's like the opposite of Obama, uh, where you um, pay people not to work, and then you tax the corporations at one of the highest rates in the Western world. I think this is going to be really good. Uh, my guess is the tax reform will come in before the health care, which is, he's obviously not in a, Major panic rush, but I think they're really close on the health bill. My guess is it's going to occur after the tax reform. Uh, and I, no matter what you think about Trump, you know, obviously there's 15 psychiatrists that come out saying, you know, duty to warn that this guy is narcissistic. Duh. All, <laughs> These, all
1: leaders are narcissistic. Uh, yeah, I
0: was like, are you kidding me? I mean, I'll tell you what: <clears throat> most psychiatrists that I know personally need a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So in other words, if you're not mentally ill, you probably can't qualify to to actually pass your boards in psychiatry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Well
1: plus, plus you can't you can't diagnose from a distance. That's that's uh, That's right, you
0: have to be close enough that it's inside your eyeballs. In other words, you've <laughs> got to be nuts yourself to identify a co-nut. Uh, yeah. it'd actually be quite funny. I think Trump is actually one by next year once he gets the wall going, he has a tax reform and healthcare passed. No matter what the hell he does, even if he does something extremely stupid. He's going to be the Teflon president. He's going to be impossible to attack, even by Rachel Maddow. Even no matter she can actually literally have a hissy fit and start doing somersaults on the stage in NBC. I don't think it'll make a difference Uh, this time next year, twenty eighteen. I don't think it matters even if he does something so stupid. It's like, oh my God, what is he doing?
1: (laughs) Here's what's here's what's interesting. You probably heard about this, but they did a they did a recent poll. Not that I believe all the polls, but any time they get close to the truth, you know it's probably a lot more significant than they're admitting. And that is that if a vote was held today, uh, Trump would win the popular vote. That was a new poll that recently went out. So you mean,
0: you, mean, you mean even the 2.3 million Hispanics that have a driver's license in California would vote for Trump because they realize he's probably going to protect them and not deport them as long as they're not criminals? He's already said he's not going to deport the Dreamers. I guarantee right. you, I'll put money on it. And I'm not a gambler. Trump has no intentions other than to kick out the criminals, to try to deport, say, 12 million uh, Hispanic people from Central America, Central America and Mexico. Forget it. He's not going to do it, okay? This guy's a populist. He is not. Uh, you can't put him in the box of a Republican or Democrat. He's neither. <laughs> he, he, well, he he's he got a he, chameleon. I mean, he'll become whatever he has to uh, to
1: succeed. Actually, actually, I think there's two things about <laughs> Trump. To help me to understand trump number one he's all he's a businessman he's a bottom line guy he's all about results number one, so that's a guiding principle for him if it, and his and his goal is making America great again, so that's clear and that's that's kind of the thing that keeps him steady. Right. The other thing is he's the he wrote the art of the deal, go read the fricking book he's a negotiator he It's never over he's always negotiating he's always working. That's why everybody freaked out. Oh, Obamacare didn't get, and Trump was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's it's all a, it's all part of the process. Less
0: reset, and boom. And, and the thing is, when he does get it done, now here's the thing. He does stupid things, like he attacked uh, Assad. He's going to find out he's going to have egg on his face that it was stupid. Now he already told McMaster, hey, we're not putting troops on the ground, so McMaster, I'm sure, is having a fit in the corner uh, right. that he can't get troops on the ground. Right. And all those neocons in his government basically say, you know what? I think Trump actually is the boss. <laughs> we're we're yeah. not going to be able, we're not going to get be able to pull this guy in the other direction. And he's not a stupid man. I heard that his estimated IQ is near 160. He's not a he's not a dummy, even though he says some some dumb things. I mean, some of his I call Trumpisms are like the kind of stuff <laughs> that you, that the asocial guy in high school with a touch of Asperger syndrome, but it's really smart says. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I think his move on Afghanistan and bombing the hell of those caves. And his negotiations with China, he's got more done in two weeks than 25 years of all the previous presidents. It's nuts.
1: Yeah, it's a joke that these people are, you know, they're doing this 100-day assessment and they're giving him mixed reviews. I mean, you know, very little talk. I mean, you look at all the deals that he's already negotiated, some of them before he even got into office.
0: Right, right, he's already making money. All
1: these companies doing jobs, bringing money over here and all this other stuff. I,
0: I heard the deficit's already down, $90 billion less just since the 100 days. $90 Ninety billion dollars no. less, just with even just executive orders. I mean, that's yeah. pretty well because the legislation really is going to come in in the next few weeks before yeah. the summer.
1: Here's here's another thing that's really interesting. Then this is not making the news, but there's one guy out. I forget his name now off the top of my head, but he's he's pretty uh, on point. Pretty you know, gives some pretty hardcore factual stuff. There's been thirty five hundred arrests now related to pedophilia. Thirty five hundred. It's up to thirty five hundred. Including, I think, uh,
0: was it two senior political people or governors or something? I heard.
1: uh, Well, some 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 high level police people have been arrested. One of one of one of the Trump's people on on a state level campaign head. He got arrested. Uh, A local congressman. So, and what they're what this the guy is saying is the strategy is. They're tightening the net from the bottom up, and they're squeezing these people from the bottom so they can get such an airtight case. When they go after the big fish, they don't want them to be able to get away, so they're getting all their ducks oh, yeah. in a row. so doing all
0: that at first. Yeah, you know, who Mike Rowe. He's one of my favorite guys on this movie. Is a show called Dirty Jobs.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He's always yeah. got great commentary.
0: And 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 his commentary when he's doing these dirty jobs is so funny. Well, I would like to see Trump with that red hat on, say "Make America Great Again" with overhauls. And, a, and we're really high powered power hose cleaning out the latrine of politics and pedophilia and everything. And he's there saying, just hit her harder, hit her harder, turn, the other, turn up the hose higher. And <laughs> he's there with his power hose, and he's got a mask on because obviously there's a lot of stuff flying through the air, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As he's hitting yep. it with his power hose. And uh, he's not backing off, man. This guy, if you think you're manic, you can keep up with this guy. Even uh, Ryan's Priebus says, I'm manic, and I cannot keep up with this man. Not even my kids can keep up with him.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. And, you know, and he's always... Um, another thing about Trump that I didn't mention is he's very aware of... Um, what's the word that they use? It's it, the impression. He's very aware of the media, and he's very aware of, of gosh, uh, oh, yeah. expression... I use it. I? So a lot of the stuff that he does is for public consumption. Yeah, yeah well, he's a media
0: guy. He's a media media genius. I mean, that's why he seated. even over Arnold. If you can see it over Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's the impressions he gives. You've got to yeah. be really good. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, so listen, yeah. he's that good. And here's what, you know, obviously you have to understand who Trump is. And we've talked about this in other shows. He's a high-level mason. He's a good guy. He's a white knight and all this stuff. But you know what? He's a patriot American. And so were the patriot Americans that founded the nation. And we have to start understanding, he's scaring the (laughs) the B-whatever out of the Chinese and the Russians and everybody. Nobody thinks he's their cool buddy. He wants to negotiate with them, but he's not going to be any pushover.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what the, the Syrian uh, bomb airport bombing was about. I think that's what that whole bombing of the Afghan caves was about. I don't think he's concerned as much about the legitimacy of the reason as he was sending a signal. And it was a very, um, how can I say, surgical strike in both cases. Uh, but well, he, he tells the he Russians
0: thought, in advance, the only problem is two of the firefighters on the Syrian airbase, Sharat died. Uh, the missiles got knocked off, even though he tried to claim they all hit their target by the Russians. But none of the Russians okay. died, and what happened is the chemical weapons were struck because, unfortunately, probably neither the, the Russians knew, but probably we call McCain's army told his guys put that chemical organophosphate and chlorine stuff we that weapons depot. And, of course, unfortunately, it was a strong wind, so it blew across the towns and killed some people. Uh, right. I don't think, I think these are what we call, anytime you do something nasty like that, you're going to get collateral damage. Yeah. And I don't there. absolve him of that. I think. No. He, no, he has agree. limited information. Remember now, he's executive. He's not the guy on the ground telling you, oh, if I do this and there's a strong wind tomorrow, it's going to blow across this town. Or by the way, the Russians will knock enough of these missiles off target because they're supposed to, I, I took care of the guys that, uh, the target, the Tomahawk missiles that write the uh, stick software, right, for loosened technologies. These damn things—you could do a haircut with them at a thousand miles. <laughs> They're not going to yeah. go off target, okay? So yeah. the idea that Tomahawk missiles are going to go off target slow, they got knocked off by the Russian missile defense system. And uh, and I don't think they anticipated that the Russian system was going to be that damn good. And it was only the S, I think, three hundred. If they put the four hundred in there, you could not put a bird in there if you don't want it. If the Russians don't want it there, so mm. there's no way we want to engage the Russians in a naval battle. I mean, are we crazy? No. Yeah. And neither yeah. do the Russians want to engage us. They, they want to make backroom deals, okay? Firstly, they'd like to expand their industry in Russia. If anything, it's just like the Italians. We talked to Leo Zagami a few weeks ago. He was on. He was, didn't make it last week. The Italians have got some really smart people, but they have to leave the country in order to kind of expand their industry. And the Chinese want to buy a lot of this technology because they, they're, to be honest with you, the Chinese are very smart, but they're extremely non-creative. And the reason is it's cultural. If you create something that the party doesn't like, you end up in a loud die camp when your tissues are tissue type so they can take your organs. Yeah. So there's <laughs> so no matter how smart it's a cultural thing. It's not that the people aren't smart, it's just that uh, they're scared to create something that the party doesn't like. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Sure, sure, sure. So here's where I think see this is going. Um, uh, I think Le Pen's gonna get it, even though apparently her father is criticizing her now, believe it or not, her own father.
1: Well Mac she pulled Lott. out of the she pulled out of the party. And said she wanted to appeal to a broader base, so that was a pretty smart strategic move.
0: Right, and I think Macron is a fool. This guy is just a uh, more of the same. Uh, my feeling is the media are trying to push Macron as being so wonderful, and he's this guy is just a typical political hack. Uh, Thirty nine, no experience really, uh, just a, you know the sh- usual shine like the Obama shine. What's going to happen is the people in France are totally fed up with. You know, if you ever go to Paris, and I talked to people who have been back and forth in the last year or so, I was there some years ago. And it was nice. You know, you go to Paris, and you're not in the middle of the, middle of the day. Somebody seeing somebody raise, you know, 10,000 butts in the air playing praying saying Allo akbar and, reading, and saying their prayers. That's the way it is nowadays. And then people sleeping on the street and trash everywhere. It's like, man, um, you know, France has got no-go zones, and even the police won't go there because there's so many, you know, we got aggressive i call middle-aged seventh-century muslims there it's nuts so um you know the idea that they're going to mix here in america at least uh they made a decent income most of the ones that were brought say to deerfield michigan which is near my home state of michigan where i was born in detroit and i have cousins there the uh they were brought by ford these people most of the muslims in detroit they own their own business they're they're not nuts they're, they're, you know, they go to their mosque and everything, but you know, maybe they're having some kind of uh, low the things Sharia law, but you don't see them doing a lot of crazy stuff. You see in Europe because they don't integrate. Uh, if they have a decent income and a job and a car and a home and go to university and do other stuff, they're a lot less likely to have their children go off and fight for Al Qaeda. <laughs> That's facts. Sure. Sure. So uh, I think what Trump's going to do is you're going to see. Uh, Macron lose, and Le Pen win the next uh, Sunday after next. I think you're going to yep. see the European Union fold, and this is where it gets dangerous. Uh, we're pre- on the precipice of an economic correction, <clears throat> and I think it's going to hit this summer. Um, I think that we're going to see uh, the euro crash, and it's going to hit everybody's economy, Europe, China, Japan, everybody. My guess is Japan is probably the closest to bankruptcy, and China's jammed damn close behind it. People don't think, well, China's got all this money. I say, well, their economy is superheated because we're pouring all the stuff into them, and they're also doing industrial espionage. But half the loans they have are over 20 percent. They're shark loans by the other guys within the party that, have, you know, accumulate tons of billions of money. The 80 percent of the new billionaires in the last 20-plus years are Chinese Communist Party members. That's why their kids go to the University of Spoiled Children, USC in California. That's why they have their own Airstream jet to fly to London on the holidays to go shopping. People say, no, you're a party member and you're a billionaire. That's a pretty weird anomaly, but it's the truth, isn't it?
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Lots of weird stuff goes on that we don't hear yep. about, that's for sure.
0: So, so what? You, so I tell people, no matter what you're doing, uh, here's what my suspicion is. Uh, and Trump is apparently talking to, to um, Linda LaRouche and others about the Glass-Steagall Act, about backing the U.S. dollar with gold which will quadruple the price of gold, just that one act. And last July, the Chinese backed their currency, the yuan, with gold. My guess is somewhere down the road, maybe two to five years, eventually we'll stop this stupid, crazy fighting with the Chinese and the BRICS nations, and we'll have a gold-backed fixed exchange rate, world currency, backed by gold. That's my guess. Uh, And, um, yeah, some countries will want to use electronic currency, but people will still want to have real money. Uh, this idea of trying to eliminate the real dollar that's down the road some maniac will think well the only way we maintain total control and peace is if we control every dollar so it can't go to al-qaeda or something but um it's my guess that you're going to see a big correction this summer after a couple of years of you know a peace treaty in the middle east and other things because i think that the we'll call the end the biblical end is years away i don't think it's soon at all i know a lot of people think so i don't think so uh uh, you know, <laughs> firstly, Russia and China, even if they had enough sense, wouldn't try to engage America in a in a pitched battle. They'll do, be disappear in a vapor cloud in a matter of minutes. <laughs> and if they don't know that, I'm trying to tell them, please don't do this because you'll die really quickly. <laughs> they they know it from my contacts inside Intel and working with these guys that were former Russian. Uh, Uh, Nuclear Navy, etc., they're fully aware that if they try to engage America, they're going to die really, really, really fast. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) and the Chinese know it too. They do enough industrial espionage. So it's my guess if you're into gold, i.e., carrot bars, you're probably going to quadruple your value in a few years when the yuan and the dollar, which are backed by gold, become the world currency standard and everything else is kind of tied to it, like Bretton Woods. Uh, Does that theory sound reasonable? Like, you know, because when I listen to all these newsletters, that's where I see things going. Some painful corrections, then eventually a deal, like the deal maker, Trump, and Z, and by the way. G Z is a deal maker too, by the way. And if America and China come together, everything else is gonna fall in place, isn't it?
1: Right, yep. Yeah, but in the meantime, go. gold's
0: gonna go up in value. I mean, I think gold can only go up, and that means also silver, but mainly gold, gold by the gram, i.e. care par currency, it means it's gonna probably increase in value by I'm gonna guess in the next five years, four hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I've heard a lot of numbers f- thrown around, but it's definitely way <clears throat> below its historic levels given the economy that we're in right now. <clears throat> and the and again, uh, as we've said many times on the show, the beauty of of gold is it always holds its value. It, right. it doesn't matter what the economy does. And <clears throat> and uh, you can always unload it at some point for for at a minimum what you paid for it and because the paper money is what it is, you're, you're preserving purchasing power as paper money continues to decline in purchasing power gold just gets stronger uh, and the yeah. place that everybody wants to be historically is in gold when uh, you know in unstable times you want something that's rock solid stable gold has always proven to be exactly that so it's really mm-hmm. hard to go wrong I you know it's kind of like you know to me it's kind of like buying uh, these foods with long these you know survival foods it's like I've bought some over the years, and I've wound up consuming it because, you know, you don't want to keep it around forever. But the beauty is I still consumed it, so I never wasted anything. I still made the use of it. So it's right. the same thing for me with gold. It's, it's always something that you can always put to use no matter what happens. So you can't go wrong, and that's, that's what I always let people know. I say, you know, they're, they're saying, well, how do I know it's going to be worth anything? Well, it's always been worth something. We can't predict the future but we know historically gold has always held its value and in s- unstable economic times that we're in now is all the more reason to have it. So Now, the
0: couple principles about carrot bars is, number one, there's about seven currencies that sell gold by the grant from your companies from Switzerland and elsewhere. But right. the only one that has all of these principles, like it's currency, you've got cash change, it actually is in its own traveling vault, it now has carrot cash. If you actually look at all these characteristics... Uh, if 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 Car- was a martial martial artist, he would be the king of the hill. He <laughs> would be like, yeah. you know, you remember that guy that always does yelling at the beginning of the martial art things? My son is into it. He's a, he's already studying now with a top martial artist down in San Diego, literally four or five days a week. And I mean, he's taking on guys that have got some pretty serious belts and just clobbering them, right? That's my youngest son. And I can tell you, Carapars is like that. Uh, you yes. know we had uh, G Edward Griffin on the show last year and we talked about this and he said, you know he wants to see a, got a battle of the currencies, but on the top yep. of that battle is Carpars, way above one coin and other big currencies and fractional reserve currencies and funny money. There's no comparison to Carpars.
1: I agree. You probably
2: heard about all the great benefits of goat milk soap, but did you know some companies take shortcuts? At Old New England Soap, we make our organic goat's milk soap using 36% goat's milk. That's 17% more than most others. Our bars are larger, so they last longer, producing lots of lather packed with vitamins. And our soap is a natural moisturizer that smooths dry and damaged skin. Order online at oldnesoap.com. That's oldnesoap.com. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. oldnesoap.com.
3: Water-based soaps on supermarket shelves use harsh chemical acids to break down dead skin cells. And that's just not good for you. At Old New England Soap, our soaps are made without chemical ingredients, contain no alcohol or petroleum products, and use 85% organic materials and carry the USDA's organic certification. Try some today. Go to oldnesoap.com. That's oldnesoap.com. Oldnesoap.com.
4: It's time for you to have your own custom smartphone app for your business and pay way less than you can imagine introducing the I can get to silent salesman mobile marketing app, a global mobile marketing and communication tool for your business. Go to appsapart.com and learn how you could earn up to $36,351 or more per month just by inviting two people or less into a $14.95 per month program. Go to appsapart.com and be sure to watch the video at the top of the site and listen to the audio message from the CEO near the bottom.
0: an echo. Echo, 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 echo. Oh, echoes, has gone. Uh, so, um, Jim, um, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, let's put it this way. If if Donald Trump was a boxer, he would be the Muhammad Ali bobbing and weaving. You'd have Joe Frazier trying to punch him in the head and he would just miss it. And then with his long reach and his unusually large hands, Muhammad would come up and get an uppercut and just kind of flatten him. And he'd be there with all of his kind of, uh, you know, uh, Trumpisms or Muhammad Aliisms, isms uh, And I, you know, I just really think that whether you like him or don't like him, I think a year from now, once he's accomplished at least three or four of these big things he wants to do, he's going to be bulletproof. If he makes a deal with Xi, if he does what I call nuclear castration in North Korea, which is going to happen real soon, uh, if he uh, stabilizes the world currency situation, which is nuts, Uh, If he grows the American economy, if he passes health care, if he gives a tax reform, if he builds the wall, right now already uh, there's people who live on the border say it's down 90%, but the overall number is down 60%. Now, remember, 40% of people are coming here by flight, but they're even reduced, the ones that fly here and try to stay illegally. The problem is he has no intention to get rid of the DACA kids. And and I don't know what the Democrats are going to do about this. They want to criticize him and say he's racist and say... He has no intention to getting rid of good Hispanic people or hard workers. In a lot of his resorts all across America, the vast majority of them are Hispanic. Do you not get it? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i think I think the reason they're fighting so hard and they're just going so over the top and so outlandish in their in their efforts to try to discredit him is they know that if they don't stop him now they're not going to be able to stop him Well, the other yeah. thing that the media never talks about is he's got hundreds and hundreds of people that he wants to bring into his administration at the lower levels, and they're all getting blocked. There are so many people in the administration right now that are Obama appointees. So he's doing all he's doing with all kinds of resistance, uh, deeply embedded people that are totally antagonistic to him, and he's still getting stuff done. So imagine what's going to happen when he gets all his people in, and right now he doesn't. Uh, I, I heard an interview the other day that said that he's literally got hundreds of positions in, in you know, because there's thousands of jobs in the administration. It, doesn't right. just, it goes from the cabinet members on down. Well, these low-level positions are all being held by people that are antagonistic because they're being blocked. His people are being blocked. Yeah. Um, Mike Cernovich was talking about that; it was very interesting. So, right. So, just imagine what he's going to get done when he really gets everything in place. Exactly. And there, yeah. and there are. I mean, look, he's got two people in his cabinet that haven't even been appointed yet. We're talking April twenty fifth. I mean, that's nuts. I mean, look, it, he's yeah. not making a big deal out of it because uh, it's not
0: just the cabinet; looking at the sub cabinet and the other positions. Well, that's once what I'm gets, saying. Yeah. Once he gets the, all these people fired and replaced. And, and here's the thing. I mean, there's things about Trump that plainly for anybody with common sense that are aggravating. He repeats certain statements over and over again. He's, yep. got this, he's got this facial. He doesn't have a smile. He's got this scowl look on. Even when he's yep. happy, you can tell his eyes are smiling. But he's got this scowl on thinking, do you not know how to smile, Trump? I'm sure you got straight teeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and, and you know, you know, darn well, he's four steps ahead of the, of the other side. And uh, he's always willing to negotiate, just thinking, well, no, we didn't do that. So uh, with a conservative element and the a, and a moderate element within Obamacare, and he brings them together, and he says, well, you know, we can give up this for that. I mean, he's even talking to the Democrats, saying, hey, if you help me fund the wall, I'm going to give you a whole lot of infrastructure to rebuild your cities. I'm thinking, what Democrat's not going to say, no, I don't want to rebuild my bridges or my <laughs> other things? Are you kidding so, well, I
1: think a lot of them are really digging in their heels because a lot of them are going to go down when this whole uh, pedophile thing goes down. There's going to be, uh, I understand, there's some potential shakeups up, up to the highest levels, and so I think some people are just fighting for their lives, literally.
0: Well, their there's their spiritual life is already over. The <laughs> there, <certainly laughs> the devil has got them. Certainly see that. To be the, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, there's evil stalking America, and again, the White Knight is getting them. Um. Yeah, thanks, uh, Jim. That's uh, positive things and negative things. If you don't get in carrot bars, you're crazy, and we'll help you. We'll send you people, even. Just get into
1: it today. Yep, you can afford it, and it's exactly what you need to do.
3: Exactly. (laughs) You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
2: You've probably heard about all the great benefits of goat milk soap, but did you know some companies take shortcuts at old new England soap? We make our organic goats milk soap using 36% goats milk. That's 17% more than most others. Our bars are larger. So they last longer, producing lots of lather packed with vitamins and our soap is a natural moisturizer that smooths dry and damaged skin. Order online at oldanysoap.com. That's oldanysoap.com. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. oldanysoap.com.
3: Water-based soaps on supermarket shelves use harsh chemical acids to break down dead skin cells. And that's just not good for you. At Old New England Soap, our soaps are made without chemical ingredients, contain no alcohol or petroleum products, and use 85% organic materials and carry the USDA's organic certification. Try some today. Go to oldnesoap.com. That's oldnesoap.com. oldnesoap.com. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter-in-an-hour pill. 212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's triple eight two one two eight eight seven one, 212 8871 or NutriMedical.com.
0: This is Dr. Bill Diggle of the NutriMedical Report, 12 to 3, Monday to Friday. Collins are welcome to the show. You can order at 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com Welcome back. So, coming up, by the way, next hour we're going to do a health and wellness hour. You can call in on health and wellness questions only. And third hour, we have Tex Mars coming up tomorrow. Andrew Shackin, our attorney from New York, and Jonathan Gray is back. He's every two uh, second Wednesday. Gary Richard Arnold on Thursday, and Jack uh, Josh Bernstein is always our third hour guest on Thursdays, usually unless there's something major happening. Harley Schlanger will be back on Fridays for the next few weeks and bill warner will be here a uh, political islam on the second hour on friday just before the my favorite hour which is my sweetie and uh... the cfo and the genius behind running and keeping me on track for neutral medical because <laughs> i'm like an uncontrolled explosion let's put it this way i want to do everything for people i want to throw the kitchen sink at them and really i need to concentrate well, most people are going to get better in two or three things i give them rather than a dozen um... and we'll talk about that the next hour Um Pete, when you, when you look at this and you hear Jim and we look at what's going on in the world, things are kind of looking positive in some ways but really scary in others. I mean, look at the debt of America over $19 trillion. Look at what's going on with Europe. Uh, and it's almost certainly that with all the hype that Macron is going to lose, just like they tried. the media tried to push that, hey, Britain wasn't going to leave, wasn't going to be a Brexit. Uh, Brexit's going to happen. And once that happens, by the way, the retooling of the conservative people that want to leave in Germany and Italy, and I don't think they're going to leave. I think what they're going to do is they're going to reformulate Europe so it's no longer bureaucrats running it. The nations have got some form of national sovereignty again and can control their borders so they can't get flooded with Muslims. But they can protect their culture, they can protect their jobs, and uh, they can protect their technology from being stolen by people like the Chinese and their industries are already stagnating like in Italy. But I think the correction is going to be very painful. I think this summer we're going to look at a major economic correction, it's going to be hurt like hell. And uh, it's going to be during the first, you know, as they say, 200 days of, of Trump, not 100 days. But I, my guess is by this time next year, we're going to pull out of this mess and just nosedive. But it's going to hurt like hell. Uh, and the average person who's not getting into does bars, or doesn't, who's in fractional reserve money, and the dollar may lose some value, um, you know, it's like anything, you know, the incredible shrinking cereal box, uh, what do you think is going to happen and, and, and I'm not going to ex- try to explain why people don't get in Carrot bars. Some of them listen for months and months and say, you know, what? I think I'll do it. Do they know that we will send them people they've never recruited? Do they know that, that? Like when I get people to sign up, they don't sign up under Dr. Deagle. They sign up under them. Do they know that? We set it up automatic to send them people. All they have to do is get some other people on their other leg, and they're going to start making money because we're, we're a dynamic organization here. Even among Carrot Bars, we're a dynamic leg and we're going to continue consistently pushing care bars and teaching people and and supporting them. So we're going to keep sending them people. So they're not understanding. If they just sign up and just talk to their relatives and their colleagues, they're going to start saving gold, and eventually they're going to get free gold within 90 days. It's amazing, isn't it?
8: The, that is. It is. You know, I, I would like to point out that, that th- this isn't even about necessarily building your uh, team. I mean, you can get gold affordably. That's the, the, the key point here. And we need to get gold. The only way we're going to get back to a real economy, again, is with using gold. And this is a way to get gold affordably. And you can get paid by referring others. There's no obligation, but you can. It's It's a great way to make extra money. It's a great way to to do things, and, you know, while we have fiat currency circulating, we might as well try and make use of it while we can.
0: Well, I think but fiat currency is going to be around just like a lot of things hang around, like the Roman Empire uh, moved from gold to copper coins, and you, you could see the copper coins in these ancient deposits, and they all kind of stick together because, they, you know, the copper oxidizes and gets gross. But they still use gold in Rome. And they tried to continue paying the the troops, the Roman legions, in gold. You know that, right? Correct. So what happens is the Roman legionnaires, they were wealthy. They're the guys that owned land, and they would go back after their tour of duty, and they were the farmers, and they were the people that actually were the backbone of the Roman Empire, because they had gold. Now, what I think is going to happen here in the next few years is you're going to see devaluation of all the fractional reserve currencies. They're not going to go away. Just like... We have cryptocurrencies. We started off with Bitcoin, I think, and now we're up to 100 cryptocurrencies. They're not going to go away either. But if you're talking about the king of the hill, it's going to be gold, and it's going to be gold by the gram. And there's seven other companies, I think, or six or seven other companies that actually sell gold by the gram, but none of them has all the characteristics of care bars. You can use K-Exchange to buy and sell anything from Italian leather and you want to build furniture or clothing in some South American country. You can... um, have the physical gold as carrot cards that are actually are traveling vault. You can have care cash now that has money. They're even building building kiosks so they can have them say in Santiago, Chile, or in Stuttgart, Germany, or or France, where you can go up to carrot bars thing and actually get carrot bar cards or coal currency or fractional reserve currency. If you want to convert your, your your care bar you know cards that are stored in Stuttgart into actual physical say French francs because you want to go to a restaurant paying pay in cash, you can do that. You can probably even recharge your, your credit card so you can go and use your credit card rather than necessarily even carrying physical cash in your pocket. So, But the king of the hill is going to be care bars. And it, when things start to get really, really nuts, despite them trying to even make, uh, you know, I call the, the the matrix currency, or they call it in the Bible the mark of the beast, people are still going to use gold. I mean, <laughs> you can't sell chickens or, or, or uh, moonshine or other things. It's hard to carry it around. But you can carry grams of gold or carry cash around, and it's going to be still valuable. I, I heard the analogy, I think you brought it out a few years ago when we were doing this first, that uh, at the time of the Weimar Republic, that you could buy a Volkswagen or a people car for one gram of gold, or you can get 22 loaves of bread. Now, remember, at the peak of the Weimar Republic, you had to have a wheelbarrow of, of German currency, Deutschmark, to buy a loaf of bread. And I remember one story where the person didn't steal the... Wheelbarrow full of Deutschmarks, which is really good to kind of stuff the holes in your in your outhouse, so you wouldn't get freeze your butt off when you're out there doing a little bit of dump. <laughs> but they stole the wheelbarrow. <laughs> That's an actual story based on real fact. Uh, I think that we're going to see some some painful corrections, and the people that are doing like let's say the single mom or the retired dentist or the guy that works as a stock trader. Or even a movie producer, there's some really rich people getting into CarePars. They're gradually converting more and more of their so-called fractional reserve money into CarePars because they know, hey, their pension funds all of a sudden went from 140% funded, like one of our rich guys up in L.A. that contacted us a year ago, to being 90% funded. It's like, oh, how would that happen? Oh, it's because Caltraz is invested in international stocks that got devalued because all these currencies are hitting the floor. Or their stocks are dropping like a rock. So there's going to be a lot of pain spread around here, but the people who have care bars are going to suffer a lot less pain, aren't they?
8: That's right. They're, they're going to suffer, suffer a lot less.
0: Right. And, and they're going to have a, a, a pillow. In other words, like if you jump out of a window of a 10-story building and you've got one of these big air mattresses to fall and it's like, oh, sh- oh, okay, that didn't hurt. But if you have to hit the ground, it's, a, it's not the falling that hurts, it's the stopping. <laughs> The stopping can be really bad. <laughs> so um, to do carrot bars is so easy. It's like riding a bicycle. Um, I remember the first time I trained my kids in riding a bicycle, we have the trainer wheels on, and they do the trainer wheels. Hey, Dad, take off those trainer wheels. I don't think I need them. You take them off, and they just go and start pedaling. They say, I, didn't, I never needed them. I said, I told you. All you have to do is go forward, i.e. pedal, and you don't fall over. <laughs> And once they got it, it's like, why did I ever have trainer wheels? Is it because you didn't believe that you wouldn't fall over because you weren't pedaling? You know, pedaling means you got to talk to other people about care bars. You got to give them to yourself. If you just do it four or five days a week for a half hour to an hour, if you just kind of say, hey, I'm just going to consistently save a gram uh, or two grams a month by not drinking a latte, uh, and just as time goes on, I'm going to convince two people a month, and they're going to convince two people a month, and two to the power of twelve for twelve months is like over a thousand people. It's pretty pretty straightforward mathematics, isn't it?
8: That's right. Very straightforward. It, it just
0: it just happens. In other words, it just happens. Uh, the people I've seen that fail in chiropractors, and there have been some people that have failed, uh, is they don't do a couple things. Number one. They waste time with people who are not motivated. Number two, they don't do it consistently every day. They don't make themselves available to help people. And most of the time, it's just the availability that counts. If they know you're there, almost like mama's there, I can jump on the deep end of the pool, (laughs) or daddy, and they'll do it. And they often will say, I don't need your help to make a sizzle call. I know where the numbers are, and I can play the video to my friends. And Okay, well, and how many times I, I don't get called? It's amazing. And they'll just say, hey, I've been in Carapace for X long time, and they may not be here, they could be in London, England, or France, or whatever, and I'm amazed how fast the business spreads to multiple countries all over the world. I mean, within weeks after we started, we were getting people signing up in, you know, Bahrain, and Africa, and Bulgaria. Right. <laughs> it was like, you've got to be kidding. So, somebody knows somebody who does know somebody, and you never know; they're going to realize their currency locally is really unstable, and they start getting care bars. And while their local currency is diving for the floor, they got care bars, and they're laughing all the way to the bank. They're saying, "Hey, man, I'm I'm not going to go destitute. I got care bars. If things get really bad, I mean, I'm sure the people in Venezuela. I think we did get some people in Venezuela that signed up. Nate right now, where they're eating their pets, and they've lost 19 pounds of weight since last year. The people getting care bars are thinking." I'm not destitute. This is good. <laughs> so what do you say to people? to to? to when, I'm talking about the ones that are motivated. Because it's almost like they just happen, don't they? It's a numbers game. You just like, you know, it's like the people that I talk to that get it about taking care of their own health. Uh, I got a consult yesterday from a gentleman and his wife. And a year ago, <clears throat> they ordered two things. They got Supernox and Cardiovascular, but never reordered. And they're obviously listening to the show over and over and over again, and he's going into terminal heart failure. I mean, this is like, you're going to meet Jesus really soon, and could be next weekend kind of thing. Not next month, but next weekend. And finally, I get to talk to the guy, because I'm calling calling him yesterday, because I know, I just feel this in my spirit. I better talk to this fellow. And he's so thankful I'm calling him and thinking, you know, if you let me do what I'm going to do, I'm going to rescue you, because I've had people worse than you in two weeks of working 90 hours a week. But you got to do what I tell you to do. Well, the same thing with carapars. When you get people that get it, it's cool, isn't it? Doesn't it give you kind of like that boost, like, ah, they get it. And it, and you don't have to necessarily do a lot in order to convince them. They're almost begging you to to kind of like uh, feed them more. Do you know what I mean?
8: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's a good way to describe it, Dr. Bell. It's a great way to describe it. You yeah, know, yeah. The, it, it, ju- it does... It really does just happen. You just need to you need to be consistent and work at it, and, and it will start to happen after a while. Yeah, yeah.
0: What I'm amazed at is how quickly uh, the business can, can grow, and it doesn't take a lot of effort. And the thing is, you're really, in a sense, like a gold-saving club because, yeah, you can buy and sell leather, and you can do other things with K-Exchange and so on. These tools are there, but right now it's gold-saving club. You're saving in care bar by the gram, and now less than a gram because you got care cash. But these other tools like K exchange and kiosks are going to be there, so that it is a currency. It's not like oh, well, that's gold. Well, you know, if you got a gold a tenth of a gram gold coin or uh, an ounce, and if let's say the value goes up four hundred percent, these are so valuable. How can you possibly uh, get exchanged? You get changed. I used to carry my wallet a bunch of these uh, one tenth of a gram gold coins. And I'd, I'd open it up to kind of, you know, impress people say, see those? I got like 10 of them or something in my wallet in one little panel, you know, behind plastic. And they go, whoa. I said, how valuable were And Because I think at that time the, the gold was like $900 or something like that an ounce. So they're about, right. 90, about 90 bucks. Now, what happens if each one of those little tenth of a gram of coins is worth like 400 bucks and, they, and an ounce is worth 4,000? you got a problem. How are you going to make change if you're going to pay for, say, a cab ride between, say, San Diego and Los Angeles to the LAX airport? How are you going to buy stuff when you can't kind of saw that gold coin in a quarter? <laughs> but you can with carrot cash and carrot bars? <laughs> you can't right. make change. None of that is not a currency because how do they know it's not tungsten? I think tungsten is the one that's really close in specific gravity to gold. Isn't it tungsten? Right, right. So, so uh... You know, it's it's like uh, no, this is actually a currency. In fact, it's even better than the ancient Roman gold because if the Romans were really good at metallurgy, and they're not as good as us now, obviously. And they knew about tungsten and stuff. They say, you know, we can make bars that look like gold but aren't. I mean, I think was it uh, two years ago, or maybe three now, that Hong Kong at their major vault there, they have a big vault in Hong Kong. They actually start sawing through these bars, and they found like. I don't know how many billions of dollars in gold, but it was a lot <laughs> in this giant vault. Were actually tungsten bars coated with gold. That must have been a. Uh, I'm going to have diarrhea and vomiting and faint moment. <laughs> That's an OMG moment, isn't it? When you all That's of a sudden you're, right. you're the vault manager and you're sans with these bars and you discover they're tungsten, it's like, uh oh. <laughs> I could be fired or worse, as they say. <laughs>
8: That's right. So I,
0: I tell people just gold savings. Just think of it this way: if you could save two grams of gold right now, what is it? Seventy-five. Uh, I think roughly seventy-five dollars US per gram. Sounds about right. Around that. Okay. So let's say for if you don't a latte, if you get a go real fancy latte here or uh, one of these other fancy drinks from say a uh, good coffee shop, and it's about six or seven dollars, if you just decide not to have that latte five bucks a day you've decided hey um seven days a week no more five dollar uh fancy coffee drink you got two grams of gold at the end of the year you got two grams times 12 or 24 grams wow that's almost a full ounce of gold and that and and if you don't think gold's going to go up after the euro goes belly up this summer (laughs) and if you don't think the chinese currencies when they work out a deal with trump aren't going to be significantly uh, affected and eventually of course the dollar will have to be backed by gold if we're going to make a deal with the Chinese because the Chinese currency is backed by gold that's why the IMF are trying to play games with America you think the IMF are going to survive which is the primary thing behind the euro uh, unless they play ball with America and Donald Trump Mr. Dealmaker <laughs> you got to be kidding you think Christine Lagarde could out play in poker uh, Donald Trump I don't think so, do you? I don't think so. Now, I, she's, uh, by the way, she's in trouble herself for all kinds of other stuff going on. So um, I think she's being charged with fraud or something else. So um, what I think will happen is that uh, more and more people are going to say, why do you donate an hour a week to do a care carrot bars? And talk about carrot bar universities. like if you join the university, which is no tuition costs, <laughs> and whether you're a single mom at home, Or you're a millionaire already, and you decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to put, let's say, a tenth of my money into care bars. And we have people that do that. They put a whole lot of their money into care bars just to kind of say, hey, I don't want my money to go poof. Uh, What if the dollar drops in value relative to everything, oil, gas, gasoline, food, whatever, 10 or, say, 20% in America, which is very possible if the euro crashes. But other currencies, if we have a hiccup, they're going to have a cardiac arrest, aren't they? That's right. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good analogy, eh? You go to a room, and the guy with the U.S. flag on his chest, he has a hiccup, and the other person just face plants and drops dead right on the spot because he's from Venezuela. That's what's going to happen. And people say, no, that can't happen. I said, look, when the world goes through enough pain, eventually they're going to work out a financial system like a, a new version of Bretton Woods backed by gold. So they can't blow up currencies and buy stuff they can't afford I personally want to see each currency backed by a formula that you can actually have actuaries look. What's your manufacturing capacity? What's your food generation capacity? What's your energy resource capacity? What's the intellectual property capacity of your country? And work out a formula. I think you could actually actually calculate an actuarial formula to determine, hey, China's can put out X amount of trillions of dollars of income or economic activity per year, and America can put an X amount of dollars of and here's the territory, the land, the food production, the energy production, etc. And you could actually come up with a number for each country, couldn't you? And say, look, right. we're going to back your currency. We're going to lock it into this international exchange system backed by gold. And we're going to say, hey, guess what? You can <clears throat> expand your money supply right up to this actual num- numerical value, and it's not going to cost you interest money, and you can actually grow your economy so you can even grow that number bigger. What we're doing now is we get, we're indebted to ourselves to the IMF, <laughs> yeah, sorry, to the Federal Reserve System, and we're paying interest to, them to put tix, pixie dust on their money. Isn't that nuts? So yeah. it goes from the U.S. Printing Office to the Fed to the Federal Reserve, and then you know uh, Janet Yellen, she goes there and she goes into a bucket and she goes out and she takes, reaches in with her hand, pulls out pixie dust, goes Shh, and sprays it on the on the dollars. I'm just being funny here, <laughs> and all of a sudden they become real money. Right, and has a little tiny stamp on, you know, Fed Reserve note. And what's really amazing is, you don't owe the money to the Fed Reserve to the U.S. government. You owe it to the Fed Reserve. It actually says you owe them when you buy the twenty-dollar note. And says, by the way, <laughs> this note means you owe us twenty bucks. It doesn't mean you have twenty dollars in your pocket. It's like carrying around antimatter. You actually owe them twenty bucks when you have the twenty-dollar bill in your pocket. Is that weird or what? <laughs> right. I mean, I'm, you think about it, you think, if I was in a scam with other kids, I'd take the other kid that was doing this, say, at Monopoly game, and I'd take my big stick behind my back and I'd hit him on the head. I'm thinking, what are you trying to do? You're trying to steal all the hotels and all the apartment buildings and, you know, in this place and that place, Parkview and whatever. So the money system is patently psychotic and evil. I mean, it really is. And the fact is, it says on it, you owe them when you have their so-called money on the actual currency notes. You think this is a is what I call this is one of my degoisms. Scamtastic! It's a scam and it's also fantastic. So it's scamtastic. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you think about it, you know, exchange that for carepars parts. You got a card that's one, two and a half, and five grams of gold. Which is always going to be valuable for eternity. Eternity, literally, even the streets of heaven are coated with gold that's pure, so you can see right through it. So obviously, gold is even in heaven. <laughs> Being sarcastic here, so you're going to tell me that I would rather have real money called gold <laughs> in a traveling vault, care for our cash and care for our cards, or I'm going to have money that says I owe them money, <laughs> I owe them value. And by the way, people don't know that. Do you know the Seed Corporation? Seed Corporation, uh, based in Washington D.C., actually uh, leverages the money system of America against your birth certificate. So they say they own your carcass, and they actually leverage the value of money against your birth certificate. Did you know that? Right. Is that right. weird or what? It's like this sounds pretty damned evil. This sounds something like that like literally Beelzebub himself would figure out. thinking like, that's because he did <laughs> through his minions, right? And they're not right. like fire fireplug minions like on the kids' movies. They're real minions. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I get a kick out of people that, you know, if, if they start getting into care bars and realize, hey, I got X amount of cards or care cash laying around in my little vault in my home or I got my safety deposit box at my local, uh, say, credit union, or I have so much also stored, say, in Stuttgart, Germany, so I want to buy or sell stuff through K-Exchange, I can do that. Um, and and the thing is, it's real. And you, by the way, you, every so often, you want to actually, if you want to transfer that money, you want to transfer it before I think it's what $2,000 two thousand or twenty five hundred dollars worth of value and carrot uh, right. carrot bar card, so you don't end up paying a penalty. I think a tariff was there a tariff or something or what is it a penalty for for transferring well, that, that gold? Import tax. In import tax. That's a, How high is the import tax? By the way, for bringing your own gold back to yourself
8: it's it's not so much the what what it is it's like I think it's even less than one percent it's it's the fact that that you're not notifying uh, a, a government that wants to destroy you and take it right
0: in other words, you're telling them it's almost like uh, it's like telling the government well I have 12,000 hollow-headed Russian bullets and X out of guns I mean, the NRA, by the way, I just saw this morning on the news that the NRA are suing the state of California for their bill they passed last year controlling guns. Now, I have guns in Colorado I can't bring here because even possession of those guns is considered a felony. Even if I have nothing, I'm going to store them properly and take care of them because I had go to the gun uh, club up the trains the Marines at Pendleton. It's you know, Ironside. It's the guy that trains all the Marines, and he's like, Three miles from my house, so I can get in the car and get in there, what, 15 or 12 minutes and go and shoot in their gun range with the Marines to train and go overseas and do all this stuff. And no, 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 even though I have a proper gun case and all the other stuff, doesn't matter. I can't possess those guns in California. Well, it's the same thing as money. Nobody's telling you you can't own carriers, but (coughs) you want to transfer it to yourself before you pay that penalty so you don't know, hey... This guy has got a whole whacking amount of carapars. Let's go to his home because the economy's crashed. You know, they, they pass these executive orders where they can actually seize not only your food and your prepper supplies, but also your gold. And if they know you got it, they're going to come to try to get it, aren't they? Right. So, so don't put up a red flag. Get it over to your home or your vault underneath your floor uh, without notifying these characters because when push comes and stuff whether it's Trump or a future president they're going to want to get your stuff even if it's food supplies or carrot cash or whatever right great thank you Pete we will be back next uh, Tuesday with Carper University get involved now you'll love it you're going to be grinning from ear to ear you'll get face sprain syndrome I call it because Thanks you're going to have real money people. you're welcome back in a moment
3: You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network, because you can handle the truth. Truth,